Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. Today, I have the pleasure to interview uh, Derry Llewellyn Davis, my good friend, on how to build a global speaking business without burning out. You will absolutely love this episode, in particular uh, listening to Derry's story and how he managed to become an elite, an elite athlete and as well running global multi, multi-million pound organization and advising multi-million pound uh, companies, uh, helping them to scale and grow. So you will absolutely love this interview. Now, before I tell you more about Derry, Remember that uh, if you want to become awesome at selling from the stage, but without compromising uh, your integrity and your values and using the sleazy manipulative techniques, then I've created the ultimate selling from the stage checklist. It's been downloaded so far by more than 10,000 people. You will absolutely love it. This is the most comprehensive checklist to create a pitch that sells, but without... (laughs) using manipulative and lazy techniques. So you can find the links here in the show notes and download it absolutely for free. Now, back to the show. Uh, as I mentioned, Derry is the founder of Business Growth Insight, is a speaker, author, a global adventurer, and proud dad of three beautiful girls. He spends his time mostly advising companies on how to scale to multi-seven figures from the seven to the eight and uh, nine figures. And uh, what uh, Derry and I connected uh, many years ago because we wanted to look at, uh, we're both speakers, we're both very opinionated about the speaking industry, the things that are going well, the things that are not going well. So we started connecting from that point. And Derry now, because he was working with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of very successful business owners, then he realized that... uh, you know, if you focus only on the business side without focusing on the individual, you can be incredibly rich, incredibly powerful, and incredibly unhappy and unhealthy at the same time. So he now added to his services and to him speaking in particular, um, the concept of no regrets. So we're talking about the concept of no regrets soon. He did an incredible study about uh, what are the biggest regrets uh, in in people's life. So we're going to cover in this interview uh, how to manage your life and energy as a serial entrepreneur, how to live a life with no regrets. Also, what Darius learned uh, by being an elite athlete and challenging himself consistently. I mean, this guy climbed the Himalaya, did Ironman, all the things, uh, the craziest thing you can imagine, it did. <laughs> And also, you will learn how to stop working and start living, but without losing money or opportunities. Great, great insights. And uh, it was a very raw and honest conversation with Derry, as you like it. So if you want to read also the transcript and get the bonus resources, you can visit our website at www.gtex.org.uk forward slash 231. And again, in the show notes, you can connect with Derry with social media accounts and links. Now, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz Community, then check it online on Facebook 
explode your expert biz or scroll down in the show notes and find the link and join our Facebook group. We do exclusive training, uh, Q&A sessions just for you to help you out in your business and as well as networking and connecting with like-minded experts like yourself so you can expand your opportunities and network. Uh, make sure you join the Facebook group. And one more thing, if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you subscribe right now so you don't miss any other incredible episode like this one. Now it's time to get started and enjoy episode 231, How to Build a Global Speaking Business Without Burning Out with Derry Lulin Davis. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today I'm here with the one and only Derry Lulin Davis. How are you doing, Derry? Very well. Good to be here. Good to connect. Fantastic. It has been a while. You've been on a previous episode of uh, of this podcast uh, before. And uh, today I want to talk about, as we decided, to talk about uh, the topic of no regrets. And uh, also there is going to be a, a good rant about the speaking industry, the, the coaching industry. So I'm, I'm really looking for whatever there is a good rant. I'm <laughs> and it's going to be a great conversation around uh, around the industry in general as well. So. And before we get started, uh, let's uh, have a look about uh, your background and uh, what got you to this point, because you had a uh, uh, few career changes in, in, in your life and uh, a major one recently. So let, let's get started. Yeah, well, so I've always been in business. Business has always been the thread for me. Um, you know, did I sit there 25 years ago and say, when I grew up, I wanted to be a coach or a consultant or a speaker? Uh, no, because the industries didn't exist like they do now back in those days. So I've seen the evolution of the industry over a couple of decades. I know I don't look that old, um, but I but I am. I've got a few um, gray hairs trickling through here. And although business has always been the theme, I've shifted uh, across different industries, which has given me the perspective I have today. Um, I was uh, founder member of the Professional Speaker Association in 1998. So um, when actually it was a very different world um, back in those days to what it is today. I think that's why we have this conversation, because me and you had a chat beforehand saying, you know, why no regrets, Derry? Well, I think this is I'm just yeah, we'll have a little bit of a rant, but also let's have a little bit of truth as well, because I love this industry. I'm I'm a product of the industry. So are you, Simone. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got uh, and it's a beautiful industry when it's done correctly with authenticity and for the right reasons. and, and when we're actually serving people and adding value as a result, it's a very dark industry when it's not. And yeah. I think that's what we've got to, that's what we'll have a little, few little conversations around today, I think. So tell, tell me a bit more also for people that don't know you about what kind of businesses were you running before? Yeah, so I've kind of transitioned. I spent a big part of my first career in the corporate world. So I literally rose through the ranks of corporations, um, ended up sitting at European board level. So I I know the corporate world. I know how it it functions and operates. Uh, I also recognize that I didn't want to be in it towards the end. You know, when you you kind of I was the classic Stephen Covey, you know, climbing the ladder of success to get to the top, uh, literally in this case, um, to realize the ladder was up against the wrong wall. And that's when I transitioned more into the entrepreneurial space. I was always having some entrepreneurial hustle along because I was as an angel and I was backing companies mm-hmm. um, and then the previous 15 years been very much more in the mid space so um, built up a number of um, I was 
done a lot in property, built up a multi-million pound property portfolio, um, guided a lot around property, invested a lot in property space, but equally built up Business Growth International, which has now become Business Growth Insights. Um, uh, Diamond Life Design is coming out now. So I've always had my own companies and always will. But I've also guided uh, loads of people. I sit as a, a non-exec director. So I've advised now over 300 boards as as in the UK, we call it more like a non-exec director. Yeah, yeah. It's like the it's like a chairman role, non-exec role. Um, a lot of people are calling that mentoring. It's not strictly true, actually. It's a different role that plays. And I and I kind of have a hybrid role, which is where a lot of my accredited consultants have. There's a lot of people accredited to my methodology now around the world. Um, and what I call it coach, consultant, mentor. Because in the world I operate is, you kind of need to be all three. Yeah, yeah. You cannot just be one and forget the other two practices. <laughs> and they've all got their place and we may yeah, have our conversation yeah. today you see and i but i think it's a very confused space of what is a coach what is a consultant what is a mentor and when's it appropriate in in business particularly i'm in the business camp very very clearly in the business camp so mm -hmm. you know i don't do the 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 life coaching or anything like that although or executive coaching although i massively honor those and i bring people like that into my space um but uh, business is my, is my genre and so how did you end up uh, like stumbling into this uh, coaching, mentoring, speaking, consulting? Uh, what was the thing that said, uh, actually, that's what I want to do? I think the word is stumble. I think that's a, an appropriate word there, right? Is, is do we bear in mind the speaking business really wasn't there in 2000? You know, when I, in the late 90s, when I was coming into the to the world, um, professional speakers was very much um, when I joined the press speak session the only people in the PSA at that point were celebrities and Olympians that was the professional speaking circuit it was a very very different world remember no social media none of that it was a very different animal back then um, I came into speaking because I recognized as a leader of a corporation I needed to be able to speak and also because I was pretty good at what I did I was the one that was and I was comfortable more comfortable I say more comfortable than the others I was never a born speaker uh, but at that point most people you know I think one of my dear friends wrote the book and death came third right where speaking <laughs> is the biggest fear of everybody um, and you just go I, I I you know I have nerves and stuff but I wasn't scared shitless being on the stage so I was the one that was put on the stage so speaking just evolved over 20 years for me um, I was never you know, sat there going, I want to be a professional speaker when I grow up. Um, but it's always been a part of what I do. It's not all of what I do. It's a mm -hmm. part. And I think that's an important thing is if you want to yeah. be, be a speaker, for what? You know, for what part, which part of the ecosystem is your speaking? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think there's this somewhat delusion that you just be a speaker and that's all you will do is speak. You will stand up and there'll just be stages miraculously there for you and you'll just spend your whole time speaking. Now, you do it more than most, actually, Simone, right? I do a few. <laughs> I do but about 200 a year. You know that that is not accidental fairy dust. And you know that the work that's gone underpinning that and the businesses mm -hmm. that you have that underpin that, right? Absolutely. That's not just a, I'm a speaker. Um, you have businesses of, in which you speak and businesses in which you speak for in, and you're a representation of, and it, but it's business. You are, you've built businesses and that's why I respect you and I, I, and I honor you in this industry because you've really built businesses. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the first myth I think we've got to cut through is this speaking thing. I think people are being sold the duff one that it's literally you can just, hey, you just be a speaker and this is all you do. Mm. Mm. If you've got to be, a, if you're a professional speaker these days, you're running a business.
Yeah, is there are very, very, very few people that uh, all over the world that would just oh go up there and share your story, share your message, but your message about what? I mean, yeah. uh, having an interesting story can uh, get you on stages uh, sometimes, and uh, the more interesting, unique, and fascinating and your story is, uh, the more opportunities there are going to be, because there are going to be people that will want to hear that, but it will not necessarily equate the money in your pocket. That's the other difference, and uh, even uh, the Olympians that they might get paid, you know, thirty grand or forty grand for a speech after they win their gold medal. Hmm. That's just after they win their gold medal. They the next year, one there is another gold medalist. You are things of the past, <laughs> so they are going to hire and give us thirty grand uh, even for the keynote to the next gold medalist unless you kept yourself relevant as well. So even the keynote speaking word, where you actually earn money just from keynoting and not uh, um, and not having a backend side of the business, is a, very, is a very, very tough business. And you need to be very strategic around that, in particular in what, as well, you're talking about, because your message needs to be relevant to the companies. That, that you're talking to because they are the one that have the budgets. They are the one that pay. And so if yeah. you pretend just to go there on stage and I'm going to share my story, yeah! <laughs> there are plenty of people with interesting stories, so there is not going to be any money for you. Uh, and and you're, this, is, this is the problem with the industry, right? And um, if you go rewind 20 years, it was the same 20 years ago. It hasn't actually changed. What's changed is, is the ability to communicate and the social noise and everything else that's made this theoretically possible and yeah. the hype being built, right? Yeah. But the, the essence has never changed. And, and the essence of anything, by the way, this is coaching, this is consulting, this is speaking, it's the same gig, right? Which is, what is the true value you're bringing? Now we must run with our passions, right? I'm all for passion, you know, the strategy on a page, which is my methodology, I always begin with purpose. Why do you exist as a business? And it's mm -hmm. the same question to a coach, a consultant, a speaker, uh, why? Why are you running this business? Now, a lot of them, and if you're honest with yourselves, you ask you that question, why, right? You've got to go deep on the why. And the first thing is we should love what we do, right? Mm -hmm. um, this is the no regrets piece that we were talking about earlier, right? Is when we studied regrets, um, one of the, the second biggest regret in the world, we did a whole study around what are the six biggest regrets of the dying, because um, I'm awful, right? Live fully whilst we're here. Mm -hmm. So let's understand that. The second biggest regret um, was not following your own true path or career right? Mm -hmm. Not following your own true path or career. Now, now, when you come into speaking, consulting, mentoring, now, you, you think, actually, a lot of you guys probably have it right, because at least you're on your own path. You've chosen that path. Or have you? And that's the big question here. Mm -hmm. right? Or have you? Because having a passion for something is the start, but you must be providing value, real value exchange by that passion. And there has to be a market that will accept it, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the first three fundamentals of purpose. And this is exactly what you're talking about, Simone, which is you can, people are preaching, just speak what you love about, which by the way, if we're not talking about business, I totally get and I honor you and you should get on the stage and you should share your story and you should inspire the world. And this is the beautiful thing we've got with social media and, and YouTubes and all the rest of it, right? Wonderful. But if we want to build a business and you have to earn money and feed children off the back of it, right? And you, you, know, want, you want to build a business and a house and all that kind of stuff. There's this thing called money and there's a thing called value exchange, which we need to appreciate. Mm -hmm. and, and don't get me wrong. Some people have got incredible stories, which we can absolutely build into businesses. 
but you've got to be really clear on why people would you know pay for it why people would buy your programs why people would you know exchange the money as a result of that and that's where i think a lot of people are just piling into this space and um, being sold get rich by next tuesday um, and they haven't thought through the true value exchange yeah. the market uh, absolutely right now i think a lot of people they want to do the speaking part but not the business of speaking yeah <laughs> <laughs> because what you do on stage is actually the smallest part of running exactly. a speaking business. What you is more about what you do to get on the stage and then to capitalize on the stage that you have been on that then makes the um, the speaking business an actual business. And that's why there are a lot of people that try the the speaking thing for a couple of years. They see it's not working, and so they give up because yeah. they really have not chosen it like if, if yeah. you say have you chosen that is it your passion yeah you might be really passionate to talk about that topic to help those kind of people but uh, do you have the same fire of running a business from it because if you're just passionate about the message and not passionate about running the business then yeah. um you can speak, but you will not build a speaking business, and that's yeah. I think where we are going. Now I know you are a, you're a bit of a crazy gun uh, in your in your life. You like to challenge yourself uh, uh, quite a lot. So what are some of the challenges that you've given to yourself uh, during your your lifespan? So again, this comes back into the regret theme. One of the, the six biggest regret um, that came out from people around the world was not traveling more often and not traveling to the places you want. Now, I know you've just been coming back from places you're off to places you travel a lot, so do I. Uh, but that's not an accident. And again, that's built in. Um, as a speaker, I'm very clear on where I'll travel and where I won't travel. Because I think a lot, you know, a big part of the downside to the, when you're actually really successful as a speaker, um, then the downside is, is the travel. Um, a lot of my good, great friends on the stage is they're road warriors and they're killing themselves as a result mm -hmm. of it. We got, we got, we got to balance that, right? But, um, you know, traveling for me also means adventure. So I've climbed six of the highest summits in the world now. Um, Everest was a rather big epic a few years ago. I've run uh, the six marathons across the Sahara Desert. Uh, that was a big one. Um, Iron Man. So I, I literally set up the Global Adventures Grand Slam. And, and every year or two, I pick off one of the big adventures um, and uh, and go for it. And, and that's been, been doing that for about 10, 12 years now. So, you know, I've picked off. That's why I've managed to pick off a large, a large number of those adventures. But it comes back to that regret, right? So before everyone starts to go crazy on that one, um, it comes back to uh, spending a life true to myself. Now, adventure happens to be my deepest calling. Uh, I can't explain it. I love nature. I love being in the depths of nature. It's my spirituality as well as my um um, you know, it's goal setting. It's 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 got everything in there. Adventure has everything for me. Uh, some people will get that out of dance or out of yoga or out of art. And so that piece is very much. Uh, a lot of people look at me and go, "Oh, I want to do some crazy stuff." I'm like, "Do you really?" But <laughs> it's like it's back to ten thousand hours again, right? There's ten thousand hours of mastery needed on the stages, um, in my mountains, etc. It's mastery. And that takes time and commitment and not just excitement, which is what you're talking about earlier. Like, mm -hmm. I want to be a speaker. Okay. I tell you, I put 10,000 hours in on the stages, right? So have you, by the way. Mm -hmm. And you go, and that's, that's just the beginning. If you're not prepared to commit to that amount of time to something, then you're not committed. Um, yeah. This is Malcolm Gladwell's book on, on you know, the 10,000 hours thing is, is brilliant. And 
But this is what I'm talking about, which is mastery. And that's a very different thing to, uh, I'm going to go to a weekend training course and now I'm going to be a speaker. Mm-hmm. That's not mastery. That's a beginning. That's a beautiful start. But that's, that's not mastery. And I think this yeah. is, um, people can get excited about speaking and excited about coaching. But tell me, come sit back here 10 years later and then tell me if you're still excited. And then that's, passion is, doesn't go. Yeah. Passion inside of you um i have a passion for adventures which which never wanes um and i think that's just what we've got to get to in this industry i when i'm with my clients i love my clients i i can't get enough you know as mm-hmm. soon as i'm on the call from i love them i can't wait to be in that boardroom uh, and the same for the stages i choose my stages very carefully but that and that sustains the passion by the way so um is making sure you work with the people you want to work with uh, absolutely and uh, so what um, can you take from uh, your adventure from your calling for adventure and what have you taken from your calling for adventure into business uh, because uh, I believe that uh, you know we do, we have other passions we have other things that we are interested in and they shape also the way we see the world they shape the way we act they shape the way we believe for example I'm a basketball player I could play basketball all day <laughs> Everywhere I go, I go in a new city, I speak. The first thing I do is to look at for the local basketball court. That's yeah. it. And I know it's going to create an argument with my wife, but I don't care. I'm looking for the first basketball court that I can find. And throughout my vacation, I'm or wherever I am, even if I have three days, I'm going to find a basketball court to play in a new city. And from basketball, I've learned a lot of things that I'm bringing into the way I run business. For example, it's a team sport. All the things we do in GTEx is about doing things together, for example. It's about committing to the small disciplines that uh, they are making. I'm a shooter. I need to shoot 100 times. Generally, I shoot about 500 shots every day, before every training, before the training starts uh, because that's me t- make, being sharp on the shooting side. And so what is it from your perspective, from your adventures that you take into business? So I, it's actually what do I bring into every part of my life, right? So um, just launching out to a whole new concept, um, which is Diamond Life Design. You can see it on the wall behind me there. But there's the, there's the eight threads of life there. And um, the adventure is one of those threads and business is one of those threads. But there's another six threads, right? And the point being is it's exactly the same ecosystem of creating mastery in adventure. Like if we take um, climbing Mount Everest, that's a pretty good one, right? Um, For that, you have to have everything joined up. You don't accidentally climb Mount Everest. You don't rock up on the mountain and give it a go either, right? Like I wouldn't (laughs) rock up on a basketball court um, and give it a go with you because I'd look like an idiot. (laughs) Mountain is you die, right? So it's you've got the same levels of mastery, which is one, having being clear on why you're there in the first place is important. Having the vision and the epic vision of what you want to achieve, setting out the goals, setting out the sub goals. Then working at the rhythm um, on a quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily basis and understanding how that rhythm plays across all areas of life and then committing and putting the habits in place. All of this ecosystem, that is to climb Mount Everest and it's there and you cannot shortcut any of that. Everyone's trying to hack stuff, right, at the moment. It's like, we're going to hack this and hack that and shortcut that. You don't shortcut Mount Everest, right? (laughs) You don't shortcut building a business, by the way. You don't shortcut creating a beautiful uh, marriage, Mm -hmm. you don't shortcut your health 
You don't shortcut to building the home of your dreams. None of that stuff, whether it's meditation as a deep practice or the mastery of your art and your or your music or whatever, none of mastery is the same across all areas. I actually, as you know, on the stages, I use the adventure a lot because people will resonate with it, will connect with it more. So it's actually a story. But do I am I an adventure speaker? Absolutely not. I'm a business guy, but I use adventure as a metaphor. And I think mm-hmm. that's the that's the different genre at the moment. I think if you go back 20 years, you had a lot more purist speakers, right, where they'd just be an Olympian and they're just talking about that or they'd just be an, a mountaineer and we're just talking about that. that the, the value exchange there is a lot. You've got to be a business person and the adventure these days. You've got to have context and value mm-hmm. to what you're delivering. Um, and the the pure motivational speaker, you know, is is diminishing, I think. Um, because motivational alone is not enough anymore. It just and it never was, by the way. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I, for me, how I attack, uh, how I tackle the greatest adventures on earth, is how I tackle every area of life, um, including business. And business is an obvious one, but it's the same. And I think this is the relationships, health. It's the same stuff. And yet we can be so. And this is the danger, right? If you do love what you do, speaking wise and coaching wise. Mm-hmm. And you love your clients and you're really passionate about that business and you've got an epic dreams and you massive um, goals and everything else. You can actually lose yourself in the business. You can wreck your health along the way, which is what I'm seeing on the speaking circuit a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move out to the pros. Um, I've been very blessed, as you have, to stand alongside the pros for years. Right. So, and a lot of friends, um, a lot of these guys have been on the circuits for years. Um, and I'm, I'm giving them a kick in the ass all the time to say, guys, cool it down. You've got kids at home. You should be seeing them. Um, and they turn into road warriors. They're wrecking their health. Um, they're, mm-hmm. they're turning fat because it's hard when you're, you're flying all over the world all the time and you're traveling all the time to keep you maintain your health unless you're laser focused and you treat your own body like a business, right? Um, mm-hmm. And let's just be really clear here. If you're in the speaking business or your coaching business, your body is the business. Yep. yep. You become sick, you're done. And a lot of people are not um, – it's interesting, one of the questions – pre the podcast you say you know what do you do behind the scenes right it was one of your questions what do you do behind the scenes and i was rest recoup focus my health optimization that's what i do behind the scenes because if i don't have a throat and i can't speak if i can't if my body is not on absolute peak performance and i don't have the energy to bring to the room every single time you are as a speaker you're an endurance athlete Yep. Um, you know that simone and i do that because of your sporting right is that i can expend i could go out and run half a marathon now come back with energy yet you put me on the stage for half a day in an intense master um you know mastery session i'm going to be knackered mm-hmm. now because of the adrenaline and all the rest of it we if you like it or not and if you haven't worked this out as speakers yet you probably just haven't spent enough time on the stages is you are a athlete on the stages you have to be looking after your energy your your health your health optimization your rest um otherwise you are going to burn out on the stages um mm-hmm. big time and i think this is a lot of people aren't talking about this enough absolutely i mean uh, i'm uh, I, I was the first one I, I was i used to burn out consistently the reason why i don't burn out anymore is because i have a wife that loves holidays <laughs> I mean, my, my, my coffee mechanism right now is a wife that loves holidays and we go out because otherwise I would have the tendency of just saying yes to every opportunity, go out there. And now I'm way more balanced because she's the one saying, I am, haven't you been pushing yourself too much in the past two weeks? And I'm like, um, yes, I did. Let me book a couple of days off where I'm just home and do nothing or 
spend some time in nature or let's book a, a weekend away to a cottage uh, where there is no internet and I don't get distracted <laughs> by by other things because when you love something so much that you would do it every single day of your life every single minute of your life because that's what you love doing the most then it's easy to get caught up in the doing of it yeah. rather in the keep losing focus of uh, how is my body feeling yeah. Am I performing at my best or am I just, uh, as you said, running out of adrenaline? And so for everyone who is listening right now, they will, when, if you take your speaking career seriously, there will be a point where you will be tested to make some decisions. And the decision will be, shall I take the next speaking gig and go to this next country? Or shall I say no to this opportunity, which will mean losing money, losing business, because uh, I need it for myself and for my health. And that's... Uh, something we always need to take to keep in the back of our mind or not even in the back of our mind in the front of our mind at this point absolutely front and center and i think this is the this back to the no regrets piece right it comes back to the architectural life which is a big part of what i'm focusing on now is because i've seen i've seen it at a very big level i i typically work with the, the seven figure business we, we typically take businesses from the one to the 25 million route in that zone right up there it's brutal right Getting to that is brutal, um, but up there it's brutal because if you are, if you actually get it right, right, and if you actually are, love what you do and you're bringing service and value to the world, so you can't, that's a crack habit now because you can't help yourself because you're actually helping people by doing what you do. Mm -hmm. And there's a massive market for you to serve, which there is out there, and we're making money in doing so. Those four elements of purpose are beautifully aligned, but the fifth element is lifestyle, right? Because mm -hmm. ironically, the ones who get it right are likely to kill themselves and burn out stress along the way. No different in the speaking and coaching world. Um, and people can literally, and you can see if you do not put that front and center, it's just a question of when that's coming, mm -hmm. um, not how. I've burnt, you know, there's like, I've, I've burnt out three times along the way, um, properly, proper jobs. You know, if you're going to go, you're going to go hard, right? Like, which is what we're told. And we're told about this hustle and we're told about this. Mm -hmm. And look, I'm all for working hard and being focused and being disciplined and working on the right things. But this, I'm also massive for sleep and rest and health optimization. This is where um, I've got, you know me for BGR, Business Growth Insights. Mm -hmm. so strategy has always been what I've done. Diamond Life Design is, is the new ecosystem we've just launched, which is we've got to balance life here, right? We've got to architect our lives alongside the business. Otherwise, we are going to wreck that. Mm -hmm. And I've seen too many people who are super successful in business wreck the other areas of their life. And it's usually... Um, well, again, it comes back to they're not really traveling and doing what they truly want to do in life. They, yeah. they don't even know what a hobby is anymore. You know, I've got my adventure. You've got your basketball. That keeps us sane, right? Most people that, don't. Yes, have. yes, yes. <laughs> now, also, be careful here, right? Because what you haven't done, we're very similar, right? Mm. Is you didn't try and turn basketball into your business. Mm -hmm. No. Now, a lot of people say, turn you take your passion. And turn it into your business. I say, wait, be really careful with that, right? Because I could absolutely have run a global adventuring business with all my, you know, my skill and the contacts and everything I've mm -hmm. done. I could absolutely. I'm like, and so many people have gone, oh, and so many people have approached me to JV with them on global businesses and adventure businesses, and I've gone, no, that's my hobby. Yeah, I, I don't want to turn that into a business. Thank you. That's my that's my downtime. That's my recoup. That's my sanity, right? I don't want that to be a business. I want that to be my safe area, right, where I can recoup in. And I think this is when people are um, turning their their passions into their businesses. You can wreck the thing you've got as a passion mm -hmm, because it um, becomes a business. Now it's a business. Whole different level. And now where's your downtime? Now where's your 
Where's your, you know, recoup? Where's your, you know, escape, right? Um, and I think this is getting really confused out there because this passion, passion, passion. It's like, yeah, hang on a minute. You don't turn every passion into a business. Thanks very much. You, you really got to focus on that one. Um, and where's the hobbies? Where's so it's, it's hobbies. Uh, people very rarely have me time. Um, mm -hmm. It's something I, I'm a massive fan of in Diamond Life Design. I go, where's me? Where, you know, where's your me time? What does that mean to you? And people were, you know, they, people haven't got a second to themselves anymore because of this stupid social stuff and everything else, right? We are on all the time. That is great, by the way. It's an amazing tool, but it's also destructive. So it's the health relationships. This is what needs equal um, attention and energy and focus as the business. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what happens when you're successful? And I can tell you this right now in, in a much bigger context. Uh, uh, I guide a lot of businesses out to the exit routes, right? So a guy who I guided to an exit pre-Christmas, they exited out at a eight-figure sum, right? Very successful exit. He's now depressed. So what is the business for? If you've built it and you're successful and you're sitting and the money's there and, and you, you, you've made it, how do you feel? You know, what, what is it all for at the end of the day? And if it's not for the relationships of those closest to you, if it's not for you feeling amazing in yourself and your health and vitality, if it's not for you helping people along the way and serving people with true value along the way and keeping that reputation intact, what's it for? If it's not for doing hobbies and doing what we love to do and having that escape and that traveling around the world, what's it all for? And that's, you know, this is the big, um, I've just, I'm doing the same stuff I've always done. I've just transitioned across mm -hmm. the wider genre because I'm seeing people build amazing businesses under our watch and then wrecking their lives as a result of it. And you go, yeah. that's not what I've preached. I've always, you've heard me speak on this a number of times, right? I've always taught, touched on it, but I focused on the business side. Now yeah. I'm going like, do you know what? I've left people to their own devices on the life side of things and they're wrecking it. So, do you know, what? we're going to step in with a methodology and help people architect that better um, because, um, sadly, even the successful ones are wrecking themselves along the way. Uh, in particular, the more successful ones. In particular, it's a trap. Absolutely. When you mentioned the fact that uh, we haven't turned, you haven't <coughs> turned your adventure into a business, I haven't turned my basketball into a business. One of the main reasons why I love basketball is because no one there knew knows me. And actually, in my, in my team, I'm one of the worst. So <laughs> I'm like, I am there to learn. I'm there to play. I'm there to have fun. I'm there to push myself. I'm there not to talk about business. And unless someone over there, I think two, of my, two or three of my teammates that actually have a clue about what I do because they keep following me on Instagram. But other than that, I'm there to play we are there to play we are a team there is no who has the bigger business or what a, how many speaking gigs do you have uh, is none of that and that's what i love about it because uh, i just they go there and i forget about business is mm -hmm. one of the few times where i'm with my wife and when when i when i play basketball where i forget about business and these are sacred times for me is uh, the time where I'm there for, for me, for myself. And so for everyone who's listening, is absolutely important. Now, uh, um, before we wrap up, Derry, is there a tool or uh, a book uh, or something that uh, you have uh, read that, uh, or maybe an app that influenced uh, your life in the balance, like in, in making it balanced, let's say? Oh, so many. Um 
I'm going to be launching a, a series around this uh, literally in the next few weeks because a lot of people ask me this question. Um, and the reason we created Diamond Life Design, which is it's all about architecture, it's just taking the best because I think that the issue with this life and I'm calling it life design, right? It's life architecture because it's complex. It's not like set a goal and we're done, right? It's not the one thing, um, which is one thing, focus on one thing. I don't agree with that. I think focus on every area of life. Um, so what I've brought the best of all I've learned together in one place, the Diamond Life Design is literally bringing the best of goal setting, the best of the energy focus, looking at architecture, the daily planning or the weekly planning, the morning ritual, you know, all of these things, visioning, mm. visioning processes, looking at the depths of relationships, the depths of health optimization, um, the best books I've got. I'm surrounded by books. I've literally got, if you can see the rest of this room, this is a library all down here. There's a library in the next room. The whole room is, is a library. I read and read and read and read. Right? I, I'm an avid reader. However, there's been a lot of conflict in that reading. There's a lot mm. of dichotomy in that reading. Um, and what I've kind of, I've just worked myself over the last decade with Diamond Life to kind of bring the best together in one place. And mm -hmm. that's what I've been, and, I, and there's no right or wrongs. And I think this is the issue with um, goal setting and, and morning rituals and everything else is, and my, my main message around Diamond Life Design is this, which is you have to take full responsibility for architecting your own life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's your life. So, so many people are looking at inspirational people out there, which I love, right? And they go like the morning, I love the, the morning ritual stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Brilliant, right? But then people are going, this is my morning ritual, just do this. It's like, no. no that's your. <laughs> that's yours, right? That's great. And everyone's just blindly following, this is what I should do as my morning ritual. It's like, hang on, what's important to you in life? You know, what what's the areas that are important to you? And therefore you should design your own morning ritual around mm. what's important to you, like we plan the day around what's important to you. You've got to plan our priorities around, it's that you've got to build and architect all of it. Otherwise, and I'm talking to the businesses people here, if you're, you know, you're passionate around speaking and coaching and everything else, you will lose yourself in it. Yep. And it's not an accident. I've been very blessed to hang out with the best in, best in the world, um, some of the best masterminds in the world, and I've seen the elite, you know, and not one of them just said to me, Terry, the reason we live this amazing life right now, it just fell into our laps. It just was a complete accident. Every single person was planned, and this is why strategy, right? I love yes. strategy in business, right? Planning, right? Every single one planned, right? And that they planned in all areas of their life. You don't just get an amazing relationship with your wife. You plan it. Mm -hmm. It's architected. It's guided, and it's committed. And on a daily basis, a weekly basis, we've got to know these touch points, right? Yeah. And it's the same in everything. And yet, we I think we expect health is just going to be there. We just, uh, you know, our, our partners just there, and we just take them for granted. Uh, meanwhile, we smash the arse out of business and and wonder why the balance drops and why a midlife mm -hmm. crisis comes later on the line. So, so I I just think there's there's amazing stuff out there, but I think for, for everyone just it's about architecting your life, taking control, and but that's some deep work there, Simone, and you know yeah, that there, there is. I mean, one of my one of my morning habits, which I think would disagree to, I haven't found in any book that I've ever read, is to watch fifteen minutes of NBA highlights. <laughs> that's one of my because otherwise I don't get other time during the day to do that, and I don't want to do that during the night. So I will wake up. One of the first thing I do is uh, get a big like a half a pint uh, or pint of water um brush my teeth 
and watch my NBA highlights. And my day is set. So, <laughs> and I haven't seen this read, <laughs> written in any book, <laughs> but it works for me. So it's about it, finding. What, and everyone what says, you know, a lot, lot of the consistency is like you get up and we're going to do exercise in the morning. I don't want to do exercise in the yeah, morning. I, I don't <laughs> like doing exercise in the morning. I exercise my nuts off, you know, all through the week at various different points. I'm actually way better in the afternoon. I've, mm -hmm. I've biohacked that to, to my perfection. Um, and I don't want it in the morning. Not the time for me. I'm not awake. Not, not, and by the way, I love sleep. Everyone's like, sleep less. I'm like, sleep more, right? I'm like, bring the sleep on. And I track everything. You know, I've got the aura ring here. I track everything. I biohack everything. My, when I am sleep optimized, I perform brilliantly. Mm -hmm. When I'm sleep deprived, I don't. So, yep. you know, everyone's talking about sleeping less. Now, but everyone's different. Again, everybody's different. Some people, some people can so work with less. Some people. Six hours, fine. I need like eight or nine. Nine, nine hours, I'm happy. Give me 10 some days, I'm happy with that. <laughs> so it's like, but I know my body. I know, and yeah. also because I train, um, because remember, if you're a speaker, you're training because mm -hmm. you do the sport, Simone, the, the science backing that we need more sleep for the recovery, right? Absolutely. So now if we know that sportsmen need more sleep and you're a speaker that's, you know, pumping adrenaline out there and because you're behaving like an athlete, do you not think the dots are joined up there that you will need more sleep too? Mm -hmm. Maybe. So, maybe, 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 just maybe. <laughs> Let's right. come to your conclusions. There has been an incredible interview. How can people get in touch with you, reach out to you, uh, and uh, uh, get involved in uh, designing their lives? Just Well, just jump out. I've literally just launched Derry.live. So it's Derry, D-E-R-I, dot live. Um, and then there's links to everywhere. There's We've got the health optimization stuff in there with Limitless U, Diamond Life Design, BGI. So this and all my blogs and everything, all the content's going to be there. So it's one place you can you can reach out to me um, and uh, choose your path, essentially. Fantastic. So make sure you reach out to Derry. Thank you very much for being on the show. I absolutely love this conversation. Great interview. And uh, if you are not subscribed to the podcast yet, uh, make sure you subscribe right now click that subscribe button so then you don't miss any other incredible episode like this one until next time remember that together we grow exponentially bye for now mm -hmm.